Lord, where's my ring? Girl, why does this happen? I just don't understand. Why are we like this? I'm so over this. Should we break up? Is he into me? Am I playing myself? Is it over? What is happening? Ladies, this is Charlie Penn. You are listening to The Solve, our brand new Essence Relationship podcast. Welcome to The Solve. Let's do it. Sisters, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt a little kinky? (laughs) Do you even really know what that means? Honestly, I thought I did. Then I realized I'm really not quite sure, and a lot of my friends aren't either. The thing is, with kinky sex, so many of us women want to learn more about it, but we're too shy to seek out the answers. Some of us have been completely misinformed about kink by the porn and entertainment industries. And there are some of us who really just don't even know where to start or how to explore. Well, don't worry. I dug around a little bit and I found some answers for you. And all you have to do is listen. Safe space. That's right. I went straight to an expert, professional dominatrix Taylor Freeman, a.k.a. the Mistress Marley. Spicy, right? To discuss the wide world of kink. And girl, I learned a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. For starters, kink doesn't mean what you think it does. But from the different types of kink, there are really a lot. To how to introduce kink to your partner, to the different kind of kink communities, we went there. I asked Taylor to break down exactly what kink is, and she even described how you can begin to explore its various forms, whether you're single or in a relationship. Because so many of us think that kink is just about leather and whips and chains, we need a true tutorial. So what I love about Taylor is in her free time as a professional, Taylor teaches an entire class and has a whole following of women where she's teaching them how to own their sexual dominance and how to introduce kink into their relationships. You know, I'm here for all of that. So Taylor is here to break it on down. Class is now in session. Get ready to blush a little and learn a lot. You guys, today I have Taylor Freeman here. And if you all don't know who she is, she goes by Mistress Marley. Okay, on Twitter, Instagram, the whole world. She's a professional dominatrix. So when we talk about kink, hey, Taylor. Hey, say hi, to the people. hi, everyone. I know some of y'all are a little kinky, but you may not know what that's about. So I brought Taylor here to break it down for us because I have to admit, Taylor, mm-hmm. I don't think I truly know the different definition of what it means to be king. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or if that's even the right thing to say. Mm-hmm. When I think when people think dominatrix, they just immediately go to BDSM, Fifty Shades of Grey, yes. getting hurt, whatever. So we're going to go into it. That's why we have Taylor here. But you guys, I'm going to run down Taylor's receipts so you know who we're about to talk to. She is a professional dominatrix. You may have seen she recently went viral like three times. We'll talk oh, about wow. it. Yeah, it was okay. crazy. <laughs> okay, she's a sexologist, and she specializes in financial domination, but mm-hmm. that's another conversation for y'all. We're going to do 101 today, yes. but come find her if you want more tea on that. Um, her, she goes by the Chocolate Dom. That's her That's her company, the Chocolate Dom, and you can find her on Twitter at, at EyesXOnFire. And she's a North Carolina Central University girl. And Eagle Pride. <laughs> Taylor. Yes. You have an interesting career. I do. Tell us what you do. Okay. So you break it down. You tell me what it is. I am a pro dominatrix here in New York City and I specialize in financial domination. And within that, I mentor other black women through an organization I have called Black Dom Sorority. We were just created in July and we're at 1,000 members now. Look at that. See, people yes. want to talk about this. Yes. Yes. So, um, 
like I said, I'm a pro dominatrix. What which does that is, mean? So, so there's two different types of dominatrix. There's mm-hmm. a pro dominatrix and there's a lifestyle dominatrix. Lifestyle dominatrix kind of just um, do BDSM just because, you know, it's something they want to do. They just do it for the fun of it. They do it to meet new people, to connect with new people. Pro doms do the same thing, but pro doms like to be compensated for their time and for their skills and for their services. Mm, so pro yes. dom, it's a job. It's yes. your career. Yes, it's a career. It's like you never turn it off. With lifestyle, it's just like, oh, I'm going to do this once a month and just go home, you know? Yeah. And what? how do you define dom? So we're spelling it D-O-M-M-E, yes. right? Yes, yes. what does that mean? Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really naive in this area, <laughs> which is rare for me when it comes to matters <laughs> of the heart. But I immediately think whip, handcuffs, chains, that's it. Well, that's, I know it's bigger than that. That's a good gist of it. Like, okay. um, that's a big part of it. But a dom or a dominatrix is the dominant woman, okay. and she controls the sub or the submissive man or woman because there's a lot of doms that have had female clients. I've had female clients before. Mm-hmm. I've had couple clients. I've had all types of clients Everybody. you can think of. Everybody. Everyone's just kinky out here. I love so, it. So, yes, that's what dom is. And like you said, there are a thousand black women in your group. Yes. And the reason I wanted to have this conversation on the Essence Solve platform is because I've seen, especially through Instagram, which mm-hmm. has really opened my eyes. Mm-hmm. So many black women in these Dom communities, yes. on, you know, on social media and they're like having meetups, getting together. But what really intrigued me is like, they look just like you and I, exactly. I see them coming from work, whatever. And I'm like, black women are into this and we need to talk about it. Exactly. And so many black women, different shapes, sizes, backgrounds, just all out there. And, and we're all just trying to, you know, make the community bigger because within the domination community, it's very, very white men. Mm-hmm. Um, white male, I, yeah, too, I imagine. White male, um, even like white women. Um, so there's not a lot of spaces for us. There's even been times where black doms have reached out to white doms and they just get the cold shoulder. Really? Yeah. So it's not as inclusive as it should be, which is why I work so hard to create this safe space for us. Well, we see you, sis. And we're going <laughs> to talk about the space okay. and how to get into it. So you said dom is about liking to be the dominant one. Yes. Is that sexually... And emotionally, or are we talking sexually? Um, in the pro dom space, it's not as much sexually mm-hmm. as in um, within pro domination. There's not a lot of sexual in- intercourse, and I think that's a misconception a lot of people Definitely. get. Um, if there is any type of intercourse, it might be in the sense of pegging, like I peg the submissive man. But for the most part, in majority of my sessions, almost all of them, I don't even have to get undressed. Um, it it's also, more role playing. Yeah. Um, and more so personal relationships, the dominant woman, when there is intercourse, is maybe she's just more vocal about what she wants. Maybe she's like, I'm going to wear this outfit. I want you to do this. I'm going to control it. I'm going to tell you what to do. And she knows what she likes. Yes. And as long as it's consensual, you know, you always want it to be consensual, consenting adults and of things course. like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So more women should be dominant. Yes. I feel like I want to be like, sisters, tell them what you want. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of women suffer in their sex lives because they don't tell their partner what they want. Or they might be like, oh, I just want to make this person happy and like whatever. But I got tired of that. So three years ago, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, it's time for me to be dominant. And yeah, it was more so just in personal relationships. But then when I realized I can make a career out of this and meet more people and learn even more things along the way, that's when I switched over to being pro-dom. And you took it from like your personal habits to a professional career. Yes. Yes. So teach us kinky and dom. Is that the same thing? Are we, is, is kinky synonymous? Like, cause I see the word kink, okay, like kink so, communities and I'm kinky. What does it mean to be kinky? So kinky is, it's a whole wide range of things, okay. right? So kinky is something that you like out of the norm or what we call outside of vanilla. Vanilla is regular missionary, um, 
doggy style, just you know, regular things you would see. Like in, the, the three yeah, or the four traditional, like, traditional yeah, positions. the traditional positions. Uh-huh. So kinky is more so like, okay, I like those things, but I also like being tied up. I like having hot wax stripped on me. I like pegging. I like dre- like some men like dressing up in women's clothing. I like being walked on a leash. I like being collared and like bondage and stuff like that. So that's what kinky is. You have a deeper like your fantasies and fetishes go a little further than outside of the ordinary. Right, right, exactly. So within kinky, there's different subcultures so there's doms okay there's subs there's switch which you can do both like you're fine with being dominant or submissive there's things of like brats those are like girls that are bratty and they're like into older men that buy things for them so that can kind of go along the sugar baby line too okay but more so like in the kinky community um you have people that are like hedonist you have people that are voyeurs they just like to watch like they might go to these parties they might not participate but they want to watch like a sex party or a swinger party yeah yeah so they're all of these categories are yes yes it's called your role within kinky so kink is the umbrella. Yes. And then, and then you have, you have your role. Yes. What? Yes. Okay, see, yes. I'm, my mind is already. <laughs> so when you're starting out, you're a voyeur, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I imagine, or is that a whole other thing? Like, I imagine, like, when you start out, you kind of just want to see what's going on and see what you're into? Yeah, so, like, a lot of the girls I've mentored before, um, I've brought them to, like, parties in the city, and they just want to watch, or I just watch with them. Um, so a lot of people do start out as voyeurs because a lot of people come in thinking they want to be kinky, and then they see stuff, and they're like, I'm going back to vanilla. I'm running back to vanilla. Just kidding. But then you have some that watch and like, oh, wow. So even within, like, even if you start out as a voyeur, you can continue to be a voyeur. There's no, like, even when I go to these parties, they're called munches, right? Munches? Yes. And it's just a bunch of kinky different yeah. different roles within yes. the king come together yes yes what? and they, there's like different themes for parties like submissive men that want to serve doms like there's different parties and different themes so like a lot of people come in as voyeurs and they just stay voyeurs which is fine no totally. one makes you do anything at a party you don't even have to get undressed you don't even have to wear like lingerie or nothing you can come in in regular street clothes and, and be fine watch. yeah and just belong and just you know be there in the space and this is all about what turns you on right sexually yes. and emotionally so Let's talk about signs that you might be kinky, right? Like if you're, I I, want to know, because I'm immediately thinking like if you feel like you don't get enough in the bedroom, like you want it to be more exciting. Right. What are some signs for like women like me who are just like, am I kinky? Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I know? What do I see happening in my bedroom? Well, even outside of the bedroom, a Tell sign me, yes. that you might be kinky is you might just like a lot of leather and you might not even know. Cause, <laughs> so Fair. leather so leather play is also a kink and people don't know that. Just mm. dressing up in leather and being in leather sessions. I've seen like sessions where people are in leather from head to toe and that's like a kink. Ooh, so if you see like a photo of a man or woman all leather and mm-hmm. it turns you on, mm-hmm. that's, that's what yeah. you I didn't even think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And obviously if you talk, I'm imagining if you are demanding mm-hmm. in the bedroom, mm-hmm. you might be ready exactly. to yell some more commands. Yeah. So if you're demanding, if you're always the one like asking for role play or buying the cute little role play outfits, like if you're the one that, oh, maybe you've thought about you know, maybe doing other things with your partner that's not in normal vanilla. Or mm. even if you're the one that's always suggesting things, you know, yeah. that can show that you're very, very kinky or that if you're open. Or even if you get excited by just seeing whips and like chains and like just when you walk by the kinky aisle. Yeah, in the and store. you're just like, okay. And if you're in the sex store a lot, 
If you're you visiting might the be a little person, kinky. If you're driving by and looking in the window. Yeah, if you're a frequent customer, if they know you by name up in there, you might be a little kinky. And I want to say this. Just because you're a woman with a vibrator at home doesn't make you kinky. No. I know society no. wants to tell yeah. you that. No. But that is... That's normal. You know, that's no- uh, yeah, norm. Yeah, it's very normal. Now, you mentioned, like, if you think you may want to do more with your partner. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're like, okay, I'm kinky. I just listened to this episode of The Sov. Thank you, Taylor and Charlie. Mm-hmm. I want to try it. How do you talk to your partner if you don't think they're kinky? Definitely consent. Um, okay. Definitely having that one-on-one of, mm-hmm. hey, um, this is something I've been interested in. Even telling them why you're interested in it, right? So, like, if you're into role play, have a reason why. Like, just don't be like, hey, babe, I want to do role play and leave it at that. Right. Be like, hey, babe, I want to do role play because I like the idea of not having control over myself and sexual uh, situations. Or I like the idea of having control over someone else. How do you feel about that? And even if you have, like... It's always good to have visuals. So, like, if yeah. you can find some backup video somewhere, even a photo or something that would make it enticing to them, that helps a lot. So, show them what you're talking about. Exactly. Visuals. That's an important Exactly. Tip. Because a lot of people, you can use these terms and they'll be like, what the hell is she talking about? And I so, imagine especially a man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm married. Mm-hmm. And I haven't tried to introduce any kink in the bedroom. But I feel like my husband would be like, excuse me? <laughs> like, you know, because it's mm-hmm. so far outside mm-hmm. of his norm. Right. That he that it's going to scare him. So to your point, visuals. Exactly. Levels. Exactly. And even if you identify as a switch, someone as dominant or submissive, you can even say, hey, babe, you can try it on me first. You know? Like, instead of saying, let me do it to you first, let them get comfortable with learning on their own and doing it as they go. I love yeah. that. That's a yeah. good point. Because yeah. it's like, then it doesn't feel as like Yeah, scary. it doesn't feel as like, oh, wow. It feels like, oh, she asked me to do this and I'm actually doing it and I like it, you know? So, yeah. I love that. And the holiday season's coming up. I feel like it's a good time of year to like, you know how they always have like those cute little holiday like sex toy advent yeah. calendars, mm-hmm. different things that like let you play with toys and they mm-hmm. have a lot of like one-on-one kink items in there. Mm-hmm. Like I just someone the other day was like, is, oh, like I get all these samples at work and somebody was like, is that a butt plug? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I honestly don't know what it is, but I feel like somebody should go home and try it and have right, a little bit of fun. Right. <laughs> so yeah. it's the season to go, you know, to those stores and kind of get those little gift sets and mm-hmm. things. And would you recommend that people like maybe just have things handy that they may want to try if they're trying to ease their partner in? Because it's not like, sometimes it's hard to just go shopping together for right. something like that. Right. So it's um, kind of like have it nearby just in case it comes out. Yeah, definitely to have something like nearby, like, Oh, hey, babe, I want to try this. I have it right now. Like, you know, like just something. Yeah, just something like that. And even doing things like going to uh, sex expos or conventions with your partner is good. Like there was just one. Well, there was one in Brooklyn in August that I was a part of. And there were so many black couples there. And some of them were newbies, never had been to something like that. Some have been doing it forever. But they learned so many different things as a couple. So now it doesn't feel like oh, I'm just learning this one side and now I have to take this information back and teach them. It's, oh, no, we learned it at the same time. So we got the same information and no one should be, like, confused on what's going on. I love that black people are on this scene. Yes, yes. And I I bet you're seeing more and more each day. Yeah, all the time. Now, with couples, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever hear them tell you that it made their sex life better? I know it's exciting, but, like, you know, couples, sometimes sex can be kind of mundane and boring. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of times couples have split because mm-hmm. they say their sex life just wasn't interesting. You know, that can be a cause for divorce. Right. Do you feel like it's saving couples or is it really just something that is another way to have sex? Or do you think it's like next level sex? I think in some instances it can definitely save couples. Um, I've met a lot of couples where like they've come to my classes or like I even host play parties in Brooklyn for black millennials. Oh, I love so it. like I have them every three months. So I just had one on Halloween. So 
like I have a party and introduce the couples there to certain things and then I'll get a review later like oh my gosh you introduced us to this and we've gotten so much closer ever since and like we want to try new things so I think it can also like save relationships a lot because it takes you out of your norm and it helps you like you're growing with that person because you guys are both learning something and that's something that you can take away be like I never learned this with anyone else but I learned it with them and I enjoyed it with them so I definitely want to you know stick this out you know I love it yeah and you mentioned classes that you teach you do so many things girl mm-hmm. you're multi-talented <laughs> um where do people find classes and kind of how do you stick your toe in the world like if you want to get started and kind of explore mm-hmm. and see what you're into, what are the steps that you recommend? Um, I definitely recommend like visiting your local sex store because mm-hmm. sex stores host like a lot of workshops, um, whether it's once a week, twice a week. Um, it'll be like a small price, maybe five dollars for the class. You usually walk away with like a free gift or a free toy. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say go check out your local sex store because they're most likely hosting a class. Okay. Um, there's also like websites online like FetLife.com. Um, yeah. So like on FetLife. It's so many different levels of beginner and intermediate expert. You can search up events by your city, like what's going on, the time, the price, all that stuff. They have mm-hmm. stuff for newbies, and it's just it's all the information's out there. You have it's to just, find your people. Yeah, you have to find your people. There's even like different groups. There's like strictly black groups. There are groups for black males, for black women, black males, and you know, like yeah. all together. So there's different categories out there for everyone. And I imagine Instagram helps with that too. Because you know how yeah. like you click on one thing mm-hmm. on social media and then it says you it's might actually, also yeah. like. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it'll recommend. Yeah. So let's talk about common misconceptions. With okay. King. You kind of mentioned that people immediately think it's just one kind of thing. You right. know that it's all kink and right. you just taught us that there are different roles. Right. right? What are some other things that people kind commonly get wrong about kink who don't understand like what it means to be kinky um people like to call kinky people weirdos i've been called a weirdo a lot (laughs) yeah so um i think even like especially in the black community it's kind of taboo to talk about you know Mm -hmm. like Yes, this we're fine. True. We're fine with discussing regular vanilla sex, but when it comes to us discussing other things outside of that, like kinky things, it's like, oh, whoa, this person's taking it too far. It's deviant. Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. I think like a lot of people have misconceptions about people being weird or people like not being normal. There's also a misconception that like we can't have normal lives outside of being kinky. Like some people think, oh, well, you're a dominatrix. You probably just are like that in all your relationships. You probably can't even date people. Like, People just automatically say that to me. Really? Yeah. And that's obviously not true. It's not true. Because it's like, I can be very submissive with the right dominant man. I'm not going to be submissive just because a man wants to take me on a date. Like, And I tell, even on my dates, I tell men up front what I do. Like, I'm right. never one of those people that's just like, I'm going to hide it from him and tell him later. You know, because it's, it's out there. You're it's public information. Yeah, yeah. What you do, absolutely. Yeah, so I think a lot of people... Um, think there's a misconception that people don't know how to step outside of lifestyle and have normal lives. Meanwhile, I bet there's women who are in the boardroom running everything and then you would never home, know. Even politicians. Like it's up getting there. Getting a full yes, outfit together. Yes, yes, you know, yes. fitting into one of those roles. Yes, and yeah, exactly. What else do people get wrong? Um, there's also a misconception that like you know, dominatrix or like sex workers are like lazy. Um, that we're just doing it for the money and that like we don't know how to go out and get a real job and stuff like that. But I was like, it's a real job. Like it might not be a nine to five, but we're still using our body physically in some way. We're still booking clients. We still have to be careful. Like we still have to look out for ourselves. Like it's so much we have to do. And it's, it's just the same as any other entrepreneur. It's just in a whole different world. And what do you, if you could send one message to the listener right now, woman who's listening and she clicked on this episode because she's like, am I kinky? What's that about? What do you want her to know? I would want her to know that, like, just 
be your free self. Like, especially as a black woman, I think we are automatically put into a box of how we should be, how we should act, even when it comes to our relationships, like how we should be. Um, I feel like just do what you want to do. If being kinky makes you happy, if even learning about kink, like don't be ashamed to even Google this stuff on your own, you know, like don't be ashamed to seek the information out because at the end of the day, you're not alone, definitely not alone. So don't be afraid to even seek out these groups that are out there and don't just, just don't let anyone put you in a box because there's, there's room out there for every different type of black girl and black woman. And I feel like once you learn that part about yourself, everything else falls into place. Ooh, I yeah. love that. Yes. Know yourself, sis. It yes, all comes together. Know yourself. In and out. And it's important. Thank you for telling them that because mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we think about, especially like any kind of, I'm going to call it kink shaming because mm-hmm. I don't know what else to call yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's the that's term. That's kink shaming. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about it being your partner or maybe someone of the opposite sex or someone that you might date. Mm-hmm. But I feel like your friends can be really judgmental oh, too. Yes. And it might yes. be weird if you were to tell your friend like, hey girl, I think I'm kinky. If yes. she's not... She's going to maybe say, sis, what are you into? Like you said, you're doing too much. Right. So also I would, I would ask, is there like a safe space? Like how do you kind of introduce it to people outside of your partners or people in that world, but like your family and your friends, Mm -hmm. is it safe to tell them that? Cause I feel like if you get judged, you might run backwards. So prime example, my family. So like my mom was raised in a very, very strict, like Catholic household. Um, like even growing up when she found out, I lost my virginity. Like she didn't find out I lost my virginity till college, even though I had lost it in high school. But I, I was that afraid to tell her. Okay. But now her and my dad are so like on deck. They're always asking, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like uh, they love the video that went viral. Like they really? loved it. But it took me a while to get them to that point because there was times where I was going from just saying like, oh yeah, I'm just teaching like black women, like how to like, you know, be sexually safe and sex education, like kind of packaging it that way to them. Yeah. Like you rebranded it. Yeah. But then one day I just came out, I was like, ma, I whip men. I tie them up. (laughs) And she was like, well, as long as, yeah, she was like, and my dad was just like, well, as long as you're in control and they're not doing it to you. And I'm like, well, never know what I might like right. to but I, your switch yeah yeah so I do switch um with the right person like gotcha. I said before right but person, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but like just even telling friends was more easy because I've always been the free-spirited person in my group like I've always was the one that was saying like wild stuff and they be like you wow but they knew that was me <laughs> and they wanted to learn but telling family was like a little bit more you know it was a little harder but once I told them like I officially live in my truth now. It's like once my parents like something, nobody else's opinion matters because it's my parents. Like and you have to stand in your truth. Yeah, this is not something you should be ashamed of. Exactly. It's not weird. Exactly. If it's what you like mm-hmm. and it's what you're into. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's recap because okay. you taught us a lot today. <laughs> I I have learned. I know Ashley, our producer in the corner. She listened. She learned. She smiled. We learned, right, Ash? Mm-hmm. Okay. First things first, kink is a is an overarching yes. world. Okay, yes. so get it right. Kink yes. is the beginning, and yes. then within that are different roles, which are sort of their own communities, mm-hmm. right? And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of them. Yes. So you can start off kind of exploring, yes, and figure out what you like, what you're into, and then who your people are, right? And right. then you got to go find your people, exactly, right? Exactly. Okay. Step two is try it right don't mm-hmm. be ashamed like find your people but then get out there and explore mm-hmm. and see i guess to what degree 
you're into and what you like. Right, and what you're comfortable with. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to tell your friends, your family to own it. Yeah. Let it be part of your badassness. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And with your partner, you can take it slow. Mm-hmm. Use visuals, right? Visuals for sure. Visuals, visuals. is number one. <laughs> Bring visuals. Yes. And yes. if you do want to explore a few things, you know, go in the sex toy store, mm-hmm. see what's calling you, mm-hmm. right? And keep it by the bed. Keep it handy just in right. case. Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. And yes. any other last words? Anything you want the women to take away? No. Any homework for us? Um, I just realized that we didn't say like what BDSM stands for, the acronym. Tell us right now. You are so right. And I know because of, you know, this is what I do, but mm-hmm. tell everybody what BDSM stands for. So BDSM stands for bondage, dominance, sadism, and masochism. And that's only one part of kink. That's only one part of kink. Not all of it, y'all. No, it's only one part. Yes, there's so much more out there. And once you get the information and, you know, like you said, are able to find your group, your tribe, people that, you know, work with, doors will open. You'll just feel so comfortable. Speaking of comfortable, Taylor, you made me feel so comfortable having this conversation. Mm -hmm. I know it's not an easy conversation for women to have, Mm -hmm. even though that shouldn't be the case. So I'm happy that you gave us your time today, your info and your energy. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell everybody where they can go reach out to you, learn from you, maybe try one of your classes, come to one of your groups. Tell everybody where they can find you online. Okay, so for my more like written pieces, you can find me on Twitter, as stated before, at EyesXOnFire. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. I'm back on Instagram because Instagram is trying not to let me be great and keeps deleting Welcome me. Welcome back, sis. <laughs> but I'm back on Instagram. My page is private, so I will have to approve you. But the page is the chocolate dom underscore. And then you can also learn by my YouTube, which is youtube.com slash the chocolate dom, if you're more of a visual video person. And Taylor's such a sweetheart, you guys. She's so easy to talk to. If you have more questions, go her way. We will have her back because there are levels. Mm -hmm. A lot of levels. Beginners, beginners, beginners. (laughs) But there are levels. We have to have you back. And thank you for creating another safe space for black women Mm because there's no such thing as too many. I couldn't do it without them anyway. So, yes. (laughs) Thank you, boo. Thank you for having me. Special thanks to today's guest, my boo, Taylor Freeman, a.k.a. Mistress Marley. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend, rate, comment, and definitely subscribe so you don't miss all the great conversations coming soon. And let me know what you think. I really want to hear what you think, ladies, and I want to know what you want to know about. So please tweet me, Instagram me, DM me, I don't care, girl. Just use hashtag the solve podcast. See you next week.